Coming up next on the Jeff Curley Show, what is your story and are you having trouble telling it? We'll be talking to two storytelling experts next. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, as you just saw, I was a storyteller in TV news for 25 years, and now as the head of a PR firm, I've been helping other people tell their stories for 15 years. So I'm fascinating with, you know, how do you create a personal brand? How do you tell your own story? What is your story? To talk about that today, two experts, uh, Jimmy Nelson and Jonathan George. Both of them are storytelling and personal branding experts. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, it's great to Thrilled be here. Thrilled to be here. Absolutely. Okay, um, Jimmy, let's start with you. Okay. Um, tell us, how did you become a storytelling expert. Wow. So, you know, my background was as an actor and a performer, really, you know, and so when I tell my story now about being a former 100 pound overweight three time college dropout, when I give my keynote talk now, and it's part of my marketing is, you know, I learned how to lean into some of the vulnerable parts of my story where my acting career didn't go where I thought it was going to go. And what I didn't realize was during my acting career, during my performing career, I was being prepped for a season of something I didn't even know existed, and that was helping business owners and marketers get more customers by learning how to craft their personal story. Wow. Okay, Jonathan, same question to you. How did you become a uh, expert on personal branding? Well, I have a C, you know, I have a company, Unleash Your Rockstar, and we're a personal branding agency. But I will have to say this is that my dad, as a pastor, I learned personal branding in church because my dad would oh, just sit there and say, "Son, share your testimony. Mm. Share your testimony." And so, literally, my entire life has been about sharing your journey with people. And if you watch shows like American Idol, America's Got Talent, it's story first, talent second. And so I build all the stories for all these young celebrities and, you know, just like you do for uh, other people. Sure. So just building that story out. And you guys are, are good, good friends and you're also judges on a show called Great American Speak Off. So before we show this clip, I want you to um, set this up for us, uh, Jimmy. What is what is the Great American Speak Off? So the Great American Speak Off last year, we decided kind of like American Idol is for singing. Yeah. Um, it was trying to find some of the best storytellers, the best speakers in the world, people that maybe not have been given a stage yet. And so we went on a multi-city tour and saw thousands of people thousands. come in yeah. and give a one minute story. And one of the things that I learned as a storytelling expert was how much story you can actually tell in a minute. That seems like a really short amount of time. And so we started here in Dallas, we went to Atlanta, Phoenix, online, um, Miami. And the whole thing ended with four finalists uh, at Grant Cardone's 10X stages, yeah. uh, or a 10X um, event, conference. Yeah in Las Vegas. And so I was there, got to MC those final four people in front of a room of about five, 6,000 people, and they chose one winner. Yeah, mm -hmm. launching careers for these people, speaking. It's been incredible. Wow, bravo. Well, we're gonna talk more about that in a minute, but let's go ahead and roll the clip. 
Over the course of human history, those individuals that have had the biggest impact have been amazing speakers with epic stories that have literally changed the world. And now we are in search of the next great American speaker. Welcome to the Great American Speak Off. Turn to someone, give them a high five, look in their eyes and say, I love your face. 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 Human connection maps. On his first job application, it said nearest relative, he wrote nine miles. <laughs> the goal of the Great American Speak Off is to find the next undiscovered, ignored person that can actually inspire the world. Man, you took me on a ride. She is a powerful speaker. I'm feeling hot. Voices that have a powerful message to spread, that need to be heard. I was on the run in Austin, Texas from the Secret Service, and bam! Incredible. Who has that speech that can transform this world? Bro, you did an incredible job. We had a vision that we could search several cities across the country. Let's go! And we thought maybe a thousand people would sign up. And 27,000 signed up. I was at Sonic Drive-In and two beautiful women pulled up to me. See, I didn't know it, but I had verbally signed a contract to be pimped. The world told me that if I stuttered while I spoke, that I should just not speak. I got goosebumps. And that's a big fat yes for me. Yeah, I love man. it. Thank you guys so much. Yes, Damn, yes, 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 yes. Only the best of the best will move forward to get on the big stage in front of the entire audience. We want America to decide who the next great speaker is. You're gonna have to show up and lay it all on the table. Um. This is stage fright. When you get in your head, you're dead. Captain's Law, 76.5. Is this serious? Oh, goddamn! I don't want to see the gimmicks. If any of these people think I'm going to give them a break, straight up bullshit. I will not give them a break. What do you guys think, huh? You'd be a blast to have a drink with. <laughs> but I wouldn't put you on my stage. Very soft-spoken to your tone. Look like, all right, he could be a phone sex person. Just watch me now. I, I mean, I'm like, is she courageous or is she fucking nuts? Yeah! You're not teaching me anything. I'm not going anywhere with you. Here's my problem with you, okay? I completely disagree with Grant's feedback. In that moment, I realized that my daughter was a reflection of me. Some of these people are freaking amazing. You've got an amazing presence. Some of the best, most talented people I've ever listened to in my entire life. I just want to tell you that it really touched me. You've got to make your dreams so big that your past is embarrassed to show up. Inspiration is the greatest human act. Nothing can beat inspiration. I just want to tell you, cowboy redneck, Thank that you. this black girl loves you. Amazing. You are for real one of my favorites. You are a great American speaker. Wow. I, oh. I got chills. I mean, what was it like to work on that show? I'm going through like, I'm reliving all of that right <laughs> now. And I'm like, fun. oh, I love them. This is what I love. But it was like this nice little path down memory lane because I'd forgotten about some of those yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah. It went so fast though because you're in and you're out. And yes. you listen to hundreds of hundreds of people tell a story. And we would get drained at the end of the day because a lot of people with a lot of tra traumatic stories hitting you. Yes. Uh, it was so funny. We'd say, we'd say, if you can make me laugh, you're going through. 
Wow. Because it so was. many people's stories are so impactful. So the other thing that struck me is if they only have one minute, you know, they, the expression is the 30-second elevator speech. Sometimes you meet somebody for the first time and they tell you what they do and you still don't know what they do. Right. So what are some secrets to telling your story in 30 seconds or less? I will say this. Number one thing is clarity. Why are you sharing this story? And the stories, as, as crazy as this may sound, the story's not about you. The story's about the listener. How is it impacting me? So what is the purpose of your, you sharing that story and how is it impacting the listener? If you can get those two things down in one minute, what do you think, Jimmy? I think it's very similar. And so it's this idea of who is your ideal audience? What problem do you solve? And so if I'm starting with my story, how do I take my story and then turn it on what my story has to do with you? So my personal story, you know, I, I shared earlier, 100 pound overweight, three time college dropout. Now you may have nothing to do with that. But if I show you how I have something in common with you, hey, look, I know what it's like in life to feel behind, to feel like I wasn't enough, to feel like the world's against me. And then I come and say, hey, for me, it was this, but for you, it may be A, B, and C. Then you're with me, right? Yeah. We have some kind of common ground. Yeah. So it's always about how, how are you going to impact the listener? Mm. And one of the things that was said in there is that uh, how you impact the world. And the really, the reality is, is that you don't have to impact the world. You just impact the ideal person that you're trying to draw in. Not everybody is meant uh, to impact the world globally, but you are meant to impact the people around you in a very specific area. And every single one of us have a story within us yes. that can impact those that it's meant to impact. And I just want to say, if you're listening, you have a story, you need to share it. And it's about really honing in it. Because I'll tell you, I build stories for people every day, but I couldn't tell my own story. I couldn't share. I had to have help mm -hmm. to share my story so that I felt empowered when I told it. Sure. And can I piggyback on that just for Please, one second? Yeah. This idea of like, maybe you don't have to speak to everybody in the world, but if you think of the people that have had messages that have impacted the world, it started with a specific niche, a specific person they were trying to help. And then once they helped that person, it yep, broadened builds. into yep. the Tony Robbins of the world. It broadened into the Oprah's of the world. But they served a specific audience first with a specific story, and then it broadened from there. Sure. And well, as a storyteller, I, I can't think of a better excuse to tell your story than to show your sizzle reel. So we're going to start with yours, Jimmy. Let's so go ahead and roll that. see this. You have value as a person. Be you and be you boldly. It's my brother's wedding. I'm gonna eat a bunch of shit and I'm probably gonna get drunk the night before. It's real easy, I could've just said no. Nobody knew. But sometimes, opportunity knocks. And it's not encased in something appealing. They hand me a Newsies outfit, right? The little stupid pants and the hat. <laughs> and I'm supposed to pass out chocolates to people just waking up at 6 a.m. in Times Square in super friendly New York City. <laughs> We don't go ask the guy what he's doing. There's no Facebook selfie and I don't like it and comment go, Joey, you look great, what are you doing? And I just kind of mosey up to him and I'm like, um, what's up? Don't let a bad day become a bad month, become your hopes and dreams are gone. A three page note, my pregnant wife, had written me at 4 a.m. begging me to make a change. And I realized I was gonna be alone the rest of my life. 
unless something changed. I spent 90% of my life waiting for somebody else to give me permission to go kick ass. You don't need permission to be great. You go kick the door open and you take the steps and you go be great. It's my relationship with practice when nobody's watching. Do you realize the very first time I ever auditioned for anything, 100 pounds overweight, jumped on stage, script in hand, and literally had a physical twitch that made my leg do this when I would be on stage? You don't know my hours. You don't know my hidden hours. Where are yours? You gonna step up or step out? Tomorrow morning at 4 a.m., fucking opportunity knocks. Now, I'm not saying you gotta carry my schedule, but you gotta commit to something. You gotta stand for something. You have to create a standard. Good enough isn't good enough anymore, guys. I was able to say yes and finish this fucking marathon. Thank you very much. I was doing the shit when nobody was watching. It's your turn. Come laugh at us. I dare you. We give hope to a world that desperately needs it, guys. I haven't seen that in a long time. And I I think I pulled up an old sizzle reel, so I was captivated. You're watching this for the first time in years. 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 There's some of those speeches I'd forgotten about. Um, A lot of that, that that main speech that was coming up over and over when I'm knocking on the stage and stuff was was an all-men's event that I hosted with a business partner of mine here about seven years ago. And, you know, our industry at the time had... You know, the, the females had come up and done an amazing, the, the ladies in, in, you know, it was with Beachbody, Network Marketing, and P90X, Insanity, those people. And they had come up and done a great job. And we were trying to inspire these guys to say, hey, the ladies are doing a great job. Like, we need to step up. And what I found, what I still find, I don't know if you find this is not or not, that's, it, that working with men, there are way more excuses at times. And they don't want to be vulnerable and they don't want to share that story and they want to hide behind this facade. And the reason women do such a great job at marketing on social media and stuff is they're, they, they lean into whatever the story happens to be, the, the postpartum depression story, the I'm struggling at home story, the marriage isn't going well, my weight loss story, whatever their thing is, they're willing to share it a little bit more and therefore they get to have a bigger impact. And so, yeah, I, my brain totally went back to this where that came from and where that passion and fire in me was, it's the fact that I work with both men and women. I just hate seeing any group mute themselves and yeah. not have the impact they could because they're because they're scared to share their story. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk more about that in a second. Let's go ahead and, and roll uh, Jonathan's sizzle reel.
so this is a trip down memory lane for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause cause that's, I mean, that's just probably what, I don't know, six or seven years ago that that reel was created. But that right there was the start of where I am now is building my skill sets through developing all that young talent, those young artists who are now superstars, who have over 150 million online followers and counting, who we see winning Emmys and Grammys. And I, it's just really amazing. Well, I wanted you both to explain how you work with clients and what a client engagement looks like. Um, why don't we start with you, Jimmy? You know, for me, I think the ideal client is just somebody who has a message or has a service and they just don't know exactly how to get their message out into the world. They're, they're shooting, they're trying to talk to everybody. And I think we've all heard the old adage, when you try to talk to everybody, you talk to nobody. And so many people are, are scared to niche down, to talk to a specific audience because they're like, oh, but there's all these other people you can't serve. And what I found is once you, once you start talking to a specific audience, not only are you gonna dominate in that audience, so you think of the most random niche, there are millions of people inside that niche. So if you, you're known as the go-to person inside of that niche, you have already won that specific yeah. audience. And then what's gonna happen is there are gonna be people outside that audience that see that you're an expert there and they're gonna say, hey, look, whatever your audience is, I know you only work with you know, stay-at-home moms. I know you only work with ex-athletes, but I really love what you do and I love what you're doing out there. Could you possibly work with me too? And the answer is gonna be, of course. But that doesn't happen if you're just trying to talk to everybody. That only You only attract the people outside that niche when you get really specific on who you're trying to serve specifically. Yes, and Jonathan, in your sizzle reel, we saw a lot of celebrities, but you now work with CEOs. Yeah, a lot of CEOs building out their business brands. Well, and you know, part the story part is only a small portion for me uh, of what I do, because we build out the full scope of the brand, right? The personal brand, but we also build out the business brands. So we'll build out the business brands, build out the personal brands so that it scales the business brand. And we utilize stories. We utilize uh, that in the messaging of really discovering why do you do what you do? If you don't understand that why, then somebody's going to go next door and work with this person rather than work with you. This person's far less talented. This person does not have the accolades. This person does not have the same abilities that you do or skill sets, but they will go to that person because of likability, trust. And my thing is I want people to come to you and understand who you are and, and from a place from your heart. Yes. And a real foundational level, because when that happens, you create raving fans. And with a raving fan, not only are they going to purchase from you, buy from you, but they're promoting you without you even asking for it. People are like, hey, you've got to meet this person. You've got to work with this person. Hey, I want, I mean, I just got booked for uh, a, a humongous speaking engagement here in Texas for the state, uh, the school board. And they it's just a friend who is a huge fan of mine was like, you've got to have Jonathan speak. You've got to have Jonathan speak. So it's about creating those raving fans in your life. So we're in the final two minutes of this show. And I want you both to talk to that person who says, well, I, I don't like to toot my own horn. And, and I always say these days you have to get a whole orchestra playing your song. So let's give you both a, a minute to give a final thought. Jimmy. Ping pong now. Ping pong. I got Come you. On. I got you. Um, I find you're probably in one of two camps. You either think, I don't want to toot my own horn and I don't want to brag. Or, on the other hand, most people think, oh, my story is not big enough. I don't have a big, huge story. And I'm here to tell you, you need to get your story out there either way. Because if you've accomplished amazing things in the world, somebody who is struggling needs 
you to be their hope. They need you to share that how you overcame something so they can be the next success story. And if you're on the other side, you're thinking my story isn't big enough. I'm telling you, you are two steps ahead of somebody. You have figured something out. You have done something that you're taking for granted because you did it. So you think if I did it, anybody can. But there is somebody out there waiting for somebody to champion them to say, oh, they're just two steps ahead of me. I can relate. And if they can do it, I can do it. And you can have the same impact. Right. I'm going to kiss him. I'm going to just give him a big <laughs> kiss. <laughs> I love Jimmy. Okay, final thoughts. Well, you know, here's the thing is that if you are not sharing who you are, the things that you've gone through, you're not only doing yourself a disservice, but you're also robbing the rest of the world of our blessings. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that uh, we heal, we learn, we grow from other people's experiences. When we see what somebody has gone through, somebody just meets me on the street, they're like, oh, this guy's got his stuff together. He's this guy, he's that. But when they really hear my story, they're like, oh, wow, he's just like me. He understands me. He sees me. He values me because he sees exactly what I'm walking through. And that's the key is to connect on just a very cellular level. And it just, it makes everything uh, go away. And when you talk about when somebody says tooting their own horn, I want to address that. If you get clarity on the intention of why you're sharing that story, it's not about you tooting your story and boasting to the world, oh, look at my accolades. It's like, no, let me show you how I'm ordinary. Let me just show, lay it out. This is, I'm ordinary this way, but because of that, I'm extraordinary. Mm, love it. We're going to end with both of your websites. We're going to start with yours, Jimmy. It's thecoachjimmy.com. And then finally, unleashyourrockstar.com. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thank, thank you so much. This is a blast. You. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.